0: Following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements LLC and Answers for Elders Radio.
1: Welcome back to Answers for Elders. This is Chuck Olmstead filling in for Suzanne Newman. Our guest today, the full hour, is Daphne Davis with Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, you and I have covered some uh, really interesting topics about uh, caregiver burnout, about uh, honesty, <laughs> about good communication, and and uh, all of that. Um, you know. It's it's really interesting as I've been working with with my family and talking about uh, the potential of a transition into a senior facility or senior housing, and all the decisions that go into that. And so, what are the what are some of the things that you would point out to our listeners as far as the consideration of moving into a uh, into a different place, whether that's Aging in place or whether that's senior housing or if it's, you know, in-home care, all of that sort of things. What are the things that are, uh, are happening with the loved one that, that you need to key into?
0: That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: lot. <It> is.
0: <laughs> There's a lot to think about. Um, some of the obvious, let's just quickly go through the obvious. Location. Um, where is the family living? You know, when you're starting the search of looking for some place, you have to have a geographical area. Um, Quick thought on that. If there's multiple siblings or support people to our senior, I don't recommend having it in the center of everybody, but have it close to someone so that it's not an event for everyone to be responsive or visiting or interactive with their loved one. Um, Finances, another obvious one, that we need to, to have an open conversation about finances. What... Um, budget do we have to work with my personal position and Pinnacle's um, position is that we have a certain amount of responsibility to help families be fiscally responsible with their family estate and to maximize the buying power of their dollar and so that can kind of goes into the next step is disease processes you know what is going on Is there heart issues? Has there been a pacemaker? Are kidneys failing? Um, Are you physically healthy and your mind is challenging you? Are you just generally tired, just weak? You know, or I'm I'm just, I'm fighting a little bit of depression and I'm having some isolation issues. Um, Is that enough to to consider moving? So we look location, finances, health processes, what's going on um, physically and emotionally. And then we think about in terms of lifestyle, And this is where we can get into lots of weeds um, and where people trip up a lot. Family members may say, "Um, gosh, you know, my mom really likes quilting and needlework and she's talked about wanting to do some art things and my, you know, let's say it's a, a spousal married couple, and my dad likes to go out and drive, and he was a putterer and was fixing things all the time. And so I get to know a little bit about what's going on. Now, the reality is, if you're moving into retirement living or senior living of any kind, the garage isn't there,
1: mm-hmm. the right.
0: yard isn't there. Right. But how can we duplicate that, those interests, in a way that will be fulfilling? Or how, from those interests that we have, are they in a position to be able to think about new? item that they have been mildly curious about, um, or has been suggestive, or if somebody has been looking through a magazine and they go, Oh gosh, that would have been fun. I've always thought about doing that. Mm -hmm. Those are the kind of things that we think about in terms of having a really healthy placement. Um, and I don't really like that word, but your next chapter of life, what Mm -hmm. is that going to look like? And how can we keep your, your world as big as possible, but still safe? Usually, there's a safety issue when people are thinking about leaving their home. Occasionally, people are just like, I am just tired of maintaining my house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Yeah. We got all kinds of options. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's seldom that that that, right. that, that happens. Right. Um, and that goes back to our, our our personhood, who we are, independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we look at that. Um, we also will then look at how... In the disease processes, is this a community that someone could stay long-term? If things changed, if the disease process is such that there are predictabilities that things may happen, do we want to factor those things in? Um, And that's a a sticky place for families. Because if someone's in their home, to make a leap to where they may have to be, let's use um, fall risk. Someone's a fall risk, or they've got... Um, severe arthritis and your legs aren't working. Everything else is working, but I just can't bear my own weight. That's going to potentially move into a two-person transfer. We as a family, do we want to think about right now today, knowing that we may have to move again, so we're going to choose something with a little lower care, uh, may not be able to do two-person transfers, which is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But you as a family need to be thinking about those things. And that's where someone from Pinnacle Senior Placements can help you in discerning what are our family's highest values? What is the most important thing? And that comes with conversation with mom or dad. Right. We know how much energy it takes just for, you know, a 30 year old to move. (laughs) Now we got an 80 year old moving. It's a lot of energy. Do we want to do that more than one time? What is more important At this given time right now, have we been seeing things in my three-legged stool of nutrition, hydration, and medication? If one of those is falling and and not have full attention, the other two will generally go. Is that going on? And it's more about just getting my meals, my medication, and someone encouraging me to have some more liquids. Um, that, That looks differently. you know. If that's all it is and there's nothing else going on with your body, there's no disease processes happening, oh my goodness, let's just get that. Mm-hmm. Let's get that three-legged stool really firmed up. Lots to think about.
1: There is. And, you know, it is for me. As I've been working with Answers for Elders for a while now, you know, my wife and I have – I'm 63 years old. I'm still ways away from retirement. Mm-hmm. But my wife and I have have ongoing conversations about when we get to that point where we need to retire – is it best to begin to make a transition? Because my kids are on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I think would I really want to move at, say, 75 or 78 with health declining and want to make that big of a move? Or do I move quicker? Do I move sooner to be closer to family, to make it, honestly, to make it easier on them? I don't want to put my kids through a situation where they've got to come out from the East Coast and say uh, – you gotta, you gotta move. Let's you, pack you, up, Dad. Let's pack up. <laughs> I don't want my kids packing me up. I want to make that decision for them. So, mm-hmm. it, first of all, it takes that stress away from them, and second of all, it gives me the options of what I, where I want to go, and that's, what I want to, what do I want to do.
0: That's right. But let's add another thought there. Not only is it a gift and less stress for your family, but it also gives you and your wife the opportunity to develop a life. That's wherever right. you're moving to mm-hmm. that you are still driving you're still cognitive you're going to find a church community you're going to get involved with you know whatever your interests are and you can do that while you're able-bodied right quick-minded have some energy some curiosity and that your body isn't dictating your your level of energy as much as it could in the next 10, 15 years right. if you make that. So really it's a gift to yourself as well. Yes. You're thinking amazingly well <laughs> um, because you can make that change. That's what my parents did. My parents moved from Minnesota out here. I was very clear, all of us siblings lived out here, that we were not going to go live in northern Minnesota again. Right. right. So if you want to see your grandkids and you want somebody to help you, come on out. Right. And so they moved out in the early 2000s, 2003, I think. And um, it was the best decision in my mind, and I think for my parents as well, that they were close by. But they were able to create a community for themselves. They had a support system. And so then when my dad developed Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia, he had his friends from church. Mm -hmm. He had his neighbors who knew him. They they understood if I see Gil at midnight out in the backyard, I better call somebody. That's not normal. I know Gil well enough to know that's not normal. That was a huge asset for my parents and, and them gracefully aging gracefully seen, doing their senior living stint. <laughs>
1: right, right, Um So
0: I applaud you. I think that's well, great thinking.
1: Well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not planning to leave any time in the well, near future. Well, absolutely but, not. But, but, you know, but those are the conversations that we as, as a couple need to have.
0: That's right. And it doesn't mean you have to act on them. No. You may, out of that, come up and say, you know what? We really like Pacific Northwest living, mm-hmm. and we're going to figure out how we can make that happen here. Maybe that means we put things in place financially, or we talk about, or we explore, or we talk to Daphne at, you know, at Pinnacle, pinnacle? Right. and say, what does, this, what does independent living mean? What does CCRC mean? Mm-hmm. What does you know assisted living mean? And learn what, what that's all about. Yeah it's being proactive it's it's thinking ahead it's it's because once you make those decisions and we have that conversation about you know the things that I, I lined out earlier in our conversation then we start exploring and we start really getting our eyes and one woman yesterday said to me Daphne i really thought i wanted to move to, move to you know such and such a community i really didn't like the feel of the lobby <laughs> it felt dark And then, and her husband said, and it was noisy Uh and they have been there a number of times. They put money down on it and they were like, this is where we're going to move. And now there's their second guess. It's a journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: it's a process and they don't want to move again. Yeah. So they want to make a a good decision that can help them through their, to the last breath. And the lobby was kind of bugging them.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, help me understand uh, there are some senior communities, assisted living or independent, where can you go do like a trial week or a trial, a few yes. trial days? Talk to talk to yes. me about that a little bit. That
0: falls under that respite. Uh-huh. That we use that word there. Um, it's kind of evolving um, in terms of having that trial run or come to the hotel. Um, just get a feel for that. You definitely can do that. Um, it Would you usually, recommend that? I do like it for some situations. If you're um, just kind of testing the water and there's not a lot of – Um, cognitive problems if there's cognitive issues going on and too much information will be more confusing and no decision will be made and it will cause people to freeze up Mm -hmm. I don't recommend that then Um, but if if you're a married couple and you want to go look or you're single you know you're single and you just want to go try things out yeah talk to the community talk to you know your professional advisor that's helping you and say can I just stay there for a week I want to get to know what the feeling is There are some guidelines to all of that. It can be a little bit expensive depending upon the um, community that you're choosing and what their policies are corporately, but certainly doable. Again,
1: ask questions. Right. We'll guide you. There you go. Well, that is Daphne. (laughs) Ask questions and she'll help. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Well, we're going to come back for a final segment here. We're speaking with Daphne Davis. She's the president, owner of Pinnacle Senior Placements, and a really nice person. Thank you. (laughs) We'll be right back.
0: The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com.